Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello, and welcome everyone, everywhere, <laughs> wherever you are around the world, um, on this planet or any other, and <laughs> at whatever point you're listening Welcome and thank you for showing up to, to play with us today on Living Well here on A to Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and your Living Well Empowerment Agent for the next hour or so, if you so desire. I have another fantastic co-host slash guest today, and I will introduce her in just a moment. And um, wow, if you have not already joined us, please click into the chat room. If you're on the a to zenfm website, if you're on the home page, if you will just look at the red bar across the top of <laughs> somebody's getting here quickly across the top of your screen. <laughs> Click on that, give yourself a name, and then just check in, uh, come on into the chat room and play with us live. We have a pretty good time in the chat room. Sometimes the conversations in the chat room, uh, they they take a very interesting turn. Sometimes they have lots of things to do with the conversation being had, and sometimes they're sort of a, a complimentary or, um, what's that word, adjacent type of conversation, and it's always fascinating, <laughs> and it's always fun, so... Wow, today is May the 29th, 2015, and, um, well, at least for this one anyway, um, but my goodness, it's about to be June, <laughs> so, and today we are going to be talking about something that's pretty yummy and near and dear to my uh, my treasure chest of goodies, it's called Choosing Embodiment, and I have the returning of one of my lovely co-radio show hosts and guests and favorite people to play with uh, on the big world is Kara Wright. Good morning, Kara. How are Hello. you? Good. You can say friend too, Keisha. You know. Yes, yes, yes. I did. I, I didn't say that. Oh my goodness, my very good friend. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And you might recognize Kara's voice. She has a fantastic show here on A to Zen, and it airs on Wednesday evenings, I believe it's 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Magic in Motion. And uh, it's just those fun things. To Every time I get to hear your show, um, it's just so amazing how appropriately placed and created that title is for you and for your show. So <laughs> it's awesome how that works. <laughs> Thank you. I have a lot of fun with the show, and I find that I have, like, the show is its own entity so yeah, yeah. a lot of the times I'm showing up for the show just like everyone else is right. so how does it get better I totally get that yes <laughs> um, and so for anybody who doesn't who, who has never heard Cara or maybe you don't know very much about her she is an access consciousness certified facilitator and she is also a talk to the entities certified facilitator as well as a radio show host she also has a yoga center where she specializes in pregnancy birth preparation and energetic yoga and she also travels the world facilitating the beginning talk to the entities classes bars mm -hmm. foundation level one classes those are all with access consciousness and a whole lot more she is kind of moving and grooving these days you've been a little bit all over the place <laughs> so. oh my gosh. yeah you should say that again yeah. <laughs> how does it get even better and right. 
when we talked, when we got to play before, when you got when you came to the show, and you've also we've kind of this is, subject has presented itself a few times. Um, one of the things Cara and I both are fascinated with is we get we I at one point in my career got to play with babies a lot more than I do at this moment, and Cara gets to play with pregnant people and babies uh, a lot and entities that are. Uh, preparing to jump into baby bodies. And so today's topic, choosing embodiment, is really that conversation that not a lot of people are having around, <laughs> wow, you mean we actually choose to come here? We actually right. like, participate in the creation of our body if we choose to. Some some people maybe didn't do that or they did that more unconsciously than consciously. Um, and yet it's really cool. So um, so where do we want to begin this conversation? Oh, where would this conversation like to start? Well, we want to know, Keisha. And we, just, we know one hour is not enough. But <laughs> Holy smokes. Like this has been something that I, you know, um, the more and more I become aware of, what's actually occurring when people choose embodiment, when entities choose embodiment, um, the more it just becomes this huge, amazing, just scope of possibility, really. There is no one way to look at it. There's no one way to uh, be aware of it. There is no way to understand it. I gave that up. You know, and it's so funny because when I – for, you know, I've been a doula and, um, which is someone who assists women in labor. I've been a doula for almost 18 years and I've been teaching prenatal yoga for close to 20. And so I've been, I mean, I've been around pregnancy birth for a really, really long time. And I, you know, I found access close to three years ago. So, um, and the thing that's so brilliant with access is, you know, we talk about empowering people to know what they know and, I thought I knew a lot about this subject before I found access. And then since using the tools and techniques of asset access and applying it to working with my clients and just really applying it to what I actually know about this subject, man, has it 180 degrees flip-flopped multiple mm -hmm. times. And mm -hmm. it's really exciting to me because I start, you know, because it's amazing how long you can kind of stumble through your life know that there's other things possible and at the same time not not have a cognitive understanding of what those things are. And then when you really get the awareness of like, oh my gosh, that is why I was doing this particular thing or this is why I was drawn to it. And that's one of the things that, especially when I started to do, because I basically found access, dove into it head first, took all the classes and became a facilitator of access in like nine months. At the same time, about halfway through that period, I found Talk to the Entities. And as much as I was like, that shit's not for me, I am not, I don't, I can't do that. I <laughs> believed in medium. I mean, I would go to mediums all the time and I, I knew there was a spirit world. I have been highly, you know, aware of, you know, mm -hmm. things that aren't seen. Mm -hmm. But I was always coming at it from a, like a metaphysical point of view or, or um, a spiritual point of view, or, you know, um, yoga point of view, like different, different, um, uh, whatever you call those, different modalities. Mm -hmm. And um, when I really found, the, like, access, and I started to really be aware of what I was aware of, what, what, and talk to the entities especially, I had this aha moment of, like, holy crap, like, I'm actually interacting and communicating with the beings that are coming to be 
born. And one of the things that I love that we talk about in access so much is that, um, you know, that, uh, what you, you know, any kind of, any sort of definition of something that you've decided something is limits what you can't see. Like if you've designed something, decided something's blue, then you're basically like limiting any, any awareness that you have about that particular subject that isn't blue. And what I realized early on is I had defined and limited and really narrowed down because that's what they're ta we're taught to do in this reality, you know, find a specialty, really narrow down what your point of view is about this specialty, get really good about that point of view and go around and, you know, basically puke it out on everybody else and judge mm -hmm. them if they don't choose to think, mm -hmm. it, think and do what you think they should do. <laughs> Which I realized like, when I, you know, and the birth community is very polarized. You're either on one yeah. side or you're either on the other side. Yeah. And there's not a lot of room very for gray much. area. It's, there's a lot of freaking judgment in the birth yeah. culture. I know yeah. you wouldn't think that, but there is. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. And there's a lot of like, you should do it this way and you shouldn't do it that way. And there's just a lot of shit. And when I, yeah. when I started, you know, using the tools of access for my own life and then looking at like how I'd been interacting with women and where I was functioning from in my classes and, you know, and a lot of the information I had in my beanie little head was good information, but it doesn't apply to everyone. And I realized I was like, holy shit, this doesn't apply to everybody. It's like, oh, well, does that feel light to you? You know, and started using the basic tools of access. Then I, then I started understanding like the entity part of it. And I was like, holy shit, there's all these beans here. Because sometimes I would work with clients and I would be like, why did this person choose me? Like, we really don't, especially when you're going to go yeah. into a birth with someone, you yeah. got to have a little bit of a rapport. And there was some clients where I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? Why did this person choose me? And what I started to realize is the beans were actually bringing the moms to me. Yeah. And How so when I, yeah. So when I started addressing the beans and being like, okay, so what do you require? What what would you like to create? What would you like to choose? As much as I was interacting with the woman, and of mm -hmm. course, many much of this I did in my head, mm -hmm. because first and foremost, they weren't coming to me for that. Secondly, right. I was like, or I was, I was still getting used to the idea that I was a total freakazoid of magnitude and be and able to talk to beings that are coming into bodies, <laughs> and I didn't want to say shit out loud, you know. Right. I don't want to. I'm not going to say, but it's like, I, I didn't. And then I remember asking Shannon O'Hara, who's the creator of Talk to the Entities. I said, do I have to tell the moms that I'm interacting with the beans? And she's like, do you? And I was like, oh, I don't. So I started doing that. I started like, I would greet the mom and I would greet the bean because yeah. when they came to my classes or when I was working with them in their birth space, nine times out of 10, I had more of an interaction and an awareness of what the being was asking for than I did the mm -hmm. mom. The mom was kind of alone for the ride. Mm -hmm. So it's been such a cool thing to go, okay, so what else is possible here? If we so awesome. are able to look at what's really going on and not what we've been told has been going on. Because, you know, I mean, my point of view of babies, like I had a spirit baby point of view prior to access. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm even aware of beings that, have been around me my whole life that that would love to come as my children that may not necessarily physically happen this lifetime which is fine but what i realized was like crap i really had a very specific definition of what i thought they were and it was like really this like 
very metaphysical, cherub in the sky, um, oh, they're blue and green light. And then right. now, now, now knowing what I know about beings, it's like, holy shit, they must have been just villains. Like you know? <laughs> wow. I am not a blue orb. Right. You know? I am standing here because the beings that are around me are quite, well, they're yeah. like, you know, they're around right. me. They're very... Right. They're very direct. They're very funny. They're very aware. And the thing is, too, is like being like out of bodies and beings in bodies can be conscious and they can be very unconscious. Mm -hmm. They can be functioning from points of views. They can be functioning from projections and expectations and rejections, just like we in bodies. Do. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I love people to understand about the beings that are coming to be their children is, look, they're not blank slates. They're not like innocent. And, you know, some of them, some they're of them. Powerless. Well, they're not, and they're not, like, more aware than you either. They're just right. like people. They're just yeah. like, you know. So what if you interacted with the beings coming to be born like you would meeting a person for the first time? Yeah. You know, and, what would that Wow. Well, let's, let's, I can perceive that some people's universes are getting a little wonky. So, <laughs> so what if we um, just maybe destroy and uncreate everything that, up to this moment, we have defined pregnancy and childbirth and having a baby and baby. being a baby uh, means and is supposed to mean and can't mean. Um, and everywhere that we have created or invented the story that beings who show up in baby bodies are incapable, don't know anything, don't have consciousness, are unaware, and are not part of you. Like, yes, they have to be and, and didn't actually it. choose to play with you or desire to come play with you for some reason. Could we destroy and create all that? <laughs> wow. Everybody's got it because otherwise you won't hear a word I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a really weird show if we don't. It'll be a really weird show. Wow. 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 Go ahead. But you better yeah. run the yeah, let's do that. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot all nine, sorts, boys and beyonds. What else is possible with childbirth, with pregnancy, with meeting the being who is coming to be your child even before they show up in the womb? How, yeah. how does it get better that there is actually something occurring that yeah. is beyond what majority of people on this planet are willing to acknowledge? Yeah, and what do we know? Totally. Everybody listening right now, could you just please take a breath and just put that question into your universe and into the universe. What do I know? Beyond my cognitive knowing, what is my knowing about this? Mm -hmm. What am I aware of in this yeah. lifetime? Yeah. Right. Well, and it's like we've all been born. We've mm -hmm. all gone through the process. And mm -hmm. a lot of us have gone through the process a lot, many, many, <laughs> many, many, many times. Yeah. So it's like you do know something. Yes. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing that I really, when I get really excited about really starting to uncover what it is that I know about this subject is like, what would be possible if beings, if we were able to acknowledge the being as a whole being, mm -hmm. you know, with all, you know, it's like we talk about um, in access, all of life comes in with ease, joy and glory. And like, what if you didn't like all of life, meaning the good, bad and ugly, mm -hmm. like, what if you were to meet that being and, and and be willing to be aware of all of it, not mm -hmm. just what you want it to be or what you thought it was or your idealistic views of what it is, your mm -hmm. quote-unquote cherub blue orby thing, 
Like, what if you were willing to really look at that being and go, wow, okay, that's who you are. How does it get better? And acknowledge them and continually communicate with them and continually ask questions of them and continually create with them as you conceive, you're pregnant, you birth, and they become, they're embodied in a body, and then you begin the the process of, you know, living with them as your children. It's like, what else is possible if we don't, like, me that yeah. interaction yeah. by having a point of view that they're that they know nothing, they're not conscious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the key word so, there, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you Go off. Ahead. No, I mean, I think one of the words that jumps up for me is acknowledgement. Totally. And I hear a little bit of an echo. I don't know if everybody else is hearing that. Um, but it's like part of what I perceive is how many of the beings in our lives are desiring that acknowledgement? And we've talked on this show before about acknowledgement being a capacity, that when we acknowledge something, we are essentially amplifying or expanding the space it is, the space of it, the energy of it, so it can show up even more. And, um, you know, and what do our bodies know? That's another thing. It's like my body's like, hello, could I be included in the conversation? You know, the wisdom and the tenacity of consciousness of our bodies is mm-hmm. astounding and phenomenal and amazing and goes way beyond just a task that we're putting it through, like pregnancy, for example. And so what if we allowed our bodies to contribute to this conversation? <laughs> could we do that? Yay. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Everybody breathe. (laughs) And I know that a number of people are playing with us in the chat room. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for showing up today and contributing to this conversation. And thank your bodies. And thank all the beings in your universes that are desiring to be uh, contributing to this conversation. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) Or were you brought to the show by the beings that are around you? Yeah. Because, like, just because you either don't get pregnant physically or choose not to become pregnant mm. physically in this lifetime does not mean yes. you don't have beings around you that that may have like that may have ended up you know being your yes. children if that had been the choice and yes. and you know I have that I have beings around me and you know and I've had a lot of conversations with them about like hey look if you want you could go get a body somewhere you know you don't have to hang around me you know mm. I'm not sure I will the body physical body here will get created this lifetime and you know, time and time again, they've said, no, there's, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're here. And so mm-hmm. it's like, okay, cool. So what else is possible then if, if they're still wanting to be here, contribute to me and, you know, what's right about that I'm not getting and, and, and what could I be for them? What can they be for me? And so it's a totally different way. And I'm someone who struggled with infertility for six years. So, you know, it's a totally different way of functioning and, I would not have gotten here without talking to the entities and access oh. consciousness. So Isn't it amazing? Yes. It's and amazing. <laughs> for any of you who may not have heard us talk about access consciousness, please go to accessconsciousness.com and you can also go to theclearingstatement.com to learn more about this amazing modality that, which we speak of. And Talk to the Entities is one of the specialty classes within uh, access consciousness. Um, Shannon O'Hara, as Kara said, is the creator and founder and amazing person who teaches Talk to the Entities classes. And for me, Talk to the Entities absolutely expanded my universe within and throughout 
the whole modality of access consciousness um, when I began to play with Talk to the Entities. And mm, Shannon yeah. O'Hara is amazing. And that is TalkToTheEntities.com. So we have a break. Um, wow, this is just so incredibly awesome and yummy. And thank you, everyone, for showing up. Oh, my goodness. Over the break, I would like for you to just be continuing to tap in, or I would like to invite you to be continuing to tap into your body, to your awareness, to your knowing, and to the beings in your universe who are maybe desiring to be contributing to you. And let's be talking about um, creating a body when we come back from the break. You're listening to Living Well, A to Zen FM. We will be right back. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the U.K. at 033-0001 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well on a2zen.fm I am your host Keisha Clark and today I am having the most wonderful time talking to the lovely Kara <laughs> Wright. And <laughs> it's time I just have to ask. I said, do you never not have a good time? Because you're the only person of host I know that brings herself in with a giggle. It is brilliant. Thank you. You know, it kind of naturally occurs for me. I just sort of, yeah. (laughs) I'm always having a good time. And, you know, it's kind of what you were talking about. You you referenced in the beginning of our conversation 
this show for me is is like playing the best friend. I mean, when this energy mm-hmm. of living well showed up in my life, um, probably near the beginning of last year of, of 2014, <clears throat> and the energy just like kind of started to be in my universe. I started to sense that, and and little bits of information would kind of twinkle in or, you know, trickle mm-hmm. in um, throughout the year. And as the year progressed, I had one of the major moments um, was when I visited Denver last um, June. And uh, I was in an ESB class, and that's a class that's offered by Dr. Dane here, who is one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, along with Gary Douglas, for anyone who doesn't know that. Um, this, these two amazing beings who have shown up as Gary and Dane in this lifetime um, and Dane's class, the ESB, it's funny because so many of us were there in June that at that class that mm-hmm. are now playing on A to Zen, and, and you were one of the folks. I got to meet you in person there, and um, and Christine, our, one of our fantastic producers. Um, Rioa was there. Gosh, so many, and it, that was like a moment of... <laughs> You know, I think I got pregnant in, in, in June at ESB. I was, was like, going to say, okay. It was say, just so cool. Yeah, I have, because the way you're describing the whole, you became aware of an energy, it was like mm-hmm. a twinkle. Now, the thing that you did different, Keisha, than that people do with babies is you stayed in the question of what the hell is this? Whereas mm-hmm. most people, when they're going to have a child, they go directly to conclusion. It's a baby. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. locks out. Like, do you, like, there was, you just described this, like, what could be possible if you were willing to be in the question about what you're aware of with beings that are choosing to be your children, in yeah. the, as opposed to going to conclusion as a baby. And the baby's going to yeah. be this, and there's this with the baby, and I've always wanted the baby, and this is right. what the baby, the being's going, well, shit, you got my whole life figured out for me. <laughs> but it's right. like, you just did that with your business, your radio show, and I'm yeah. so grateful you just described that because that is exactly what I think is possible, and I, I'm yeah. here to facilitate on the, that on the planet. And it's really like, yeah. what do you want to birth into the world? Yeah, you did become pregnant, and yeah. look at this beautiful <laughs> It was very cool, and and it was so funny because from June through like October. Uh, it was totally gestating, and it was like it was sort of like, and I'll use sort of pregnancy terms. There was this sort of insemination, if you will, at at ESB, not to get really sort of risque, but if no, we were to compare, there. Why not? you know, there was this kind of. I had such uh, an amazing. There was just tons of things occurring at ESB and being created at ESB for many for every one of us that was there. It was an amazing group of people, um, and. And so I, I would say that was really where it's like I had this energy of the beginning that was sort of like that egg energy. And really at ESB, the energy of it just was totally fertilized, was totally begun and um, and taken to a whole new realm of possibilities. And the time between June and October, so many more awarenesses came into my universe and um, – this show really began to speak to me even more. And I didn't really know if it was going to show up as a radio show. In fact, the first thing I said to Christine, because Christine made an announcement at that class, um, that she was looking for more radio show hosts. And my first thought when she said that, when I heard her say the announcement was, 
oh, I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do that. I'm not ready to do anything like that. <laughs> Which is hilarious now, looking back. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally had a conversation with Christine about something, you know, other than radio station. Um, but at the same time, when I got back, I was um, listening more and more to A to Zen. And I had already been listening to a number of the facilitators who had um, online radio shows. And that was part of what really contributed to, to wow, to just my whole life and living, um, was having access to those shows and those conversations as well. And um, so come October, I start to get this nudge to find out what it's going to take to have a radio show with A to Zen. And I was like, oh, sometime maybe in 2015, I'll, you know, okay, I, I can get the information. I'm willing to get the information. Especially <laughs> how I, much you were trying desperately to go to conclusion. Oh, my God, I just take one conclusion here. This is way totally, too weird. Totally. And, um, and I was also asking, you know, because I was studying, talk to the entities and utilizing those tools, and I was asking all the entities who desire to be a contribution to this, please Help bring me information, work with me here, you know. And so it, it, when I sent that email to Christine about what would it what would be required to be a radio show host, and Christine was, like, so excited to get the email. And so we have this conversation, and it went from sometime in 2015, I'll just get the information right now, and, and I'll, you know, put that on the burner. It went to, <laughs> when can you launch? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, right? And energy was yeah. The energy was totally light, and the way of creating what was required for for making it happen showed up by the end of October, literally by the last day of October, when I was at a Talk to the Entities class <laughs> in Houston, Texas, with you, beautiful car. And it was the most amazing experience. It was one of the first things that I had done, really utilizing the tools integrated with the whole process of creating something and allowing something to be created in my life. And so it's like I co my show and I really we co create. And yep. it is this amazing being that brings me this information and these insights. And I ask my show, who would you like to come and play with you? Who would you like to come and play with us? Who are you desiring to bring to the table and have a conversation that not many people are having or that totally enlightens people's universes or that makes people laugh until they, you know, nearly feed themselves? Whatever the target is of the show. <laughs> Who do you want to play with? And so I'm so delighted that my show loves to play with you, Carl. <laughs> We're both Me very too. <laughs> Me too. And, and I have Lillaroo, my my amazing galactic queen here, who is another one of the entities, the beings that contributes to the creation of and the and the workings of my show and my businesses. And it's like, and she's a cat. She showed up in a cat body. Mm. And. I met it's a her big bean in a little tiny cat and body, that one. Exactly, and that's one of my favorite things to say to her. And all I, I actually work with a number of feral cats, um, and that's one of the ways I talk about them. Infinite, huge, amazing, infinite beings in little bitty kitty bodies, and yes. they're awesome. <laughs> and so with humans, we have these infinite beings in little baby bodies. And yes. when... When we are looking at, well, let's, let's okay, so there's a question that, that came up in the chat room that I'd like to, because I know it'll take, it'll kind of segue us into this too. 
Um, wow, thank you so much, everybody who's playing in the chat room. The contributions you are being to this energy of this conversation is awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And everyone who is listening, whether you are acknowledging it or not, now or in the future, you are contributing to this conversation, and thank you, and wow. So we have um, the beautiful, amazing Annie. Is, um, is saying, She has avoided entities, quote-unquote, and she knows that some of that is because of her, quote-unquote, bipolar and et cetera energy and they seem to add all of this noise the mm -hmm. entities um, for me sometimes all my awareness seems like a lot of noise constant noise and other times I have complete ease with that so what else is possible and so let's talk about let's start with that because when we're before we're getting pregnant with something yeah what if there's a lot of beings who in some point of your existence in some incarnation on some whatever planet and in some dimension some space and some time and some reality all of these amazing beings that you may have played with before or even just a few of them what if there's something that they are desiring to remind you of to bring your awareness to um how many people, how many beings have we said, yes, I want to play with you, and they're trying to play with us, but they're not necessarily in a body. Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they don't want to play with us in this lifetime yeah. or at this particular time. So what, where would you, what, what's a question you might have for Annie regarding her, her question with mm -hmm. this, first of all? Well, yeah, I mean, her question, and then on top, like, you just brought up a whole different <laughs> like way of looking at that question and yeah it's like what if you know all of the things you're aware of and like some people and you know we all have different ways of being aware of entities and being aware of um what we're aware of like we all have and for many of us basically we've created barriers and filters to mm -hmm. do something with all of that awareness because at some point in time it was either projected at us that it was wrong or we decided it was wrong based on what everybody else was choosing around us. And so mm -hmm. we started to like, um, basically you try to cut off that awareness, but it's like just because you, you decide you're not going to be aware of that being there doesn't mean that being goes away. Yes. <laughs> They're still there. You're just basically narrowing your awareness and filtering it in a way that a lot of times we'll create a lot of intensity in our bodies. It'll create a lot of intensity like where she was talking about that it's just like feels overwhelming to her. And, and, you know, so one of the first things I would do is like acknowledge what, what is it? Like is this entities and, you know, what are you aware of that you've not been willing to be aware of? What are you facilitating that you've not been willing to facilitate? You know, those are kind of some basic questions to start to, really acknowledge what is actually occurring instead of trying to like stop what's occurring or change what's occurring or create it in a way that makes sense to you. Um, mm -hmm. Because look, entity awareness, especially here, doesn't, in this reality, like it's something that's weird. We're not taught how to be it. We're not taught how to do it. We don't have an easy awareness of it. A lot of it is because from birth, from when you decided to create a body and come into a body, from that moment on, this weird twist thing begins to happen because you're an infinite being coming into a baby mm -hmm. body, but nobody's acknowledging you as an infinite being. Everybody's acknowledging you as a baby. And then that <laughs> continues. And so pretty soon you buy everybody else's points of view. And, you know, it's like little kids, like, you know, babies are aware. And if you've ever been around a baby, like they're, they're big beings and in, in baby bodies. And 
what we do is over time as we are around people and we look at what they're choosing and not choosing and what they're telling us is the correct way to be and not be, we start to basically like limit our, what we can be aware of. And we, yeah. we dumb it down and we dumb it down and we dumb it down until we're like, you know, yeah. in our thirties going, well, I, I know there should be something else possible, but all I'm aware <laughs> of is what everybody else is doing. And so yeah. that's one of the brilliant things about access. I mean, I don't know if the, that um, woman, Annie, like if she's ever, how much access she's done. But I mean, I would definitely say like, you know, looking to get in bars. Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. it's like access is such a cool, you know, way to unravel a lot of that stuff that is just lumped into a diagnosis here. Um, mm-hmm. And I will just like, just for her, like, Shannon O'Hara is doing this whole year. She's doing a series of um, specialty classes. They're three day long oh, yeah. classes. They're telecalls. And she's doing one that's mental illness and entities. And from the questions she asked, I think that would be a phenomenal choice for her. Um, and just to start to get more clarity. Because most of the time when people have that, it's because they have a huge capacity with entities that they're trying to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, Look, it's like, it's a weird subject and you've probably never been giving, given tools. It feels like a big, huge Bronco bull that you're really not sure you want to ride, but it's like, it's not, Shannon, you can't like taking classes and, you know, with like, especially those specialty classes, um, and talk to the NT's beginner class is a prerequisite and there's all different ways you can get that prerequisite if you don't have it. But I would look into that and you can look at, um, you can go to talk to the entities.com and get information about that class. I think that one is in, July, if I'm not mistaken. So you have some time and I would look into that. Yeah. And um, this is, oh, okay. This is not the Annie I thought it was. She's had a little bit of Access Bars Foundation in Level 1. Awesome. And there's also a book that Shannon wrote, um, Talk to the Entity, that is kind of the story of her experience. If you would like to start with that, that is a fabulous way to Mm -hmm. have a, a, a sort of a, an introduction to that whole subject that you can kind of take it in the bites that work for you. Um, there's also within the beginner class um, a, an amazing amount of tools that will facilitate you being able to have conversation, to have more of your awareness, and to have, more ease em- with it. To have yeah. the ease, to be empowered, to, yeah. to be able to say, you know what, it doesn't work for me that you're showing up right now. Here's some questions. If whatever relative to the answers of those questions, you either need to go away for 10 hours or you can come back and talk to me here or you need to go find somebody else who wants to talk to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I so mean, it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. The beginning <laughs> so, class, you get, I mean, the, the amount of tools you get in a talk to me in oh, beginning class are amazing. amazing. Yeah. And there's facilitators yeah. all over doing beginning classes. There's talk to me facilitators. Shannon does the more advanced classes in the specialty series. Um, if you're anywhere near Maui, <laughs> I was going to say, if you're anywhere near Maui, um, I'm going to be in Maui doing a beginner's class in two weeks. And I'm also going to be going um, up to Toronto to do a class in August. So, oh, cool. you know, wow. you can always come play live with me. Although the Maui class would be in time for the specialty series. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so just kind of see if that, since you've had some of the beginner classes, Annie, do some, use some of your light and heavy and, and see where that takes you. Yeah, um, is it time yeah. to talk, to take a talk to the entities beginning? <laughs> 
I and what would your life be like in five years if you choose it? <laughs> Ta-da! Wow. So, so let's choosing and creating to embody. When we have beings who are desiring to actually be um, a baby, to be uh, embodied on the earth in yeah. a body. Yeah. And we have um, people who are desiring to have babies or make babies, as they say. And so what is one of the most um, – first of all, let's – so everybody who's trying to convince themselves that you're not aware of this, could you – would you be willing to destroy and create all of this? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Right, wrong, good, bad. Puck, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. Lower your barriers. Lower your barriers. And breathe. Yeah. What does your body know? What are you aware of that you're not acknowledging you're aware of? Yeah, that. All of that amazing information. And what else is possible? Awesome. So when when we have this sort of, um, when the deal works between people who are ready to get pregnant and people beings who are ready to, to have a body, um, as Carl was saying, a lot of these beings actually guide her, their, who are going to be their parents, to Kara to facilitate them through the process. And um, I think we consider that bodies are made as a biological process. And so can you speak just a little bit, I know because we're coming up to the last quarter of our of our hour, this is amazing to me, and like I'm totally willing to have part two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so willing to have another show. conversation about what occurs as the be a week-long class. Exactly. The creation with, like, between the, the you know, like, the basically the genetic material. So all yeah. the genetic possibilities. And then the mother's body and the being. The being does have a lot of, um, can interact and have a lot of say in what's actually occurring and what is being created as the body. And there, it, 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 and it's this really mysterious, like, you know, who chooses what, when, you know, who's in charge of what, when. I think it's unique to every single being, body, person, and all the bodies are involved in all the, you know, and even, even the, um, the, you know, male piece of the genetic material in the bodies, like, like that can all be, (laughs) create, it's all involved. It's like throwing it all into a cauldron and, stirring it up yeah. and poof come you know and it yeah, and yeah. It, there like from what i can tell there is no this is how it is created there is there are 100 and million possibilities and what would facilitate a mm-hmm. more conscious creation is my yeah. question always like yeah. what is this and the thing that i love to tell people especially women in body um pregnant is what if you're, you know, like so many women when they're pregnant, like their whole focus is on how to take care of the being in the body that is being carried in them. Mm-hmm. What if that being desires to contribute to your body? Yes, that was going to be my next question. If you have the point of view that it's your job to create that baby body and it's your job to create the environment that that baby body thrives and you never, ever ask the being to contribute mm-hmm. to that process, you are cutting off so much of what you could receive. I have had women who have debilitating morning sickness in my classes, just cannot get out of bed. And, and I teach them how to lower their barriers. You know, I help them uncreate and destroy everywhere. They've decided that it's, 
it's one way street and I facilitate them into allowing the scene to contribute to them and to their bodies and it's gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like so much of what women experience in pregnancy as being uncomfortable. How much of that is not allowing the being to contribute to what it could contribute. Um, Just by not even realizing it's possible. It's like, yeah. And what if you could be asking um, your partner to be contributing your partner's body as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and, and this be, this being has chosen to bring two bodies together for a reason, and yep. whether for some of you who might be wondering, well, I chose a sort of alternate method of fertilization. Um, it doesn't it, it matter. Doesn't really matter. You can ask the biological father <laughs> contributor to contribute. You can also ask if it's not that if the person who is your partner is not the biological contributor, you can also be asking them and their body to contribute. And it's really well, amazing the, what can be created. Yeah. And I always tell people, ask the dean what it knows because and, it's, yeah, yeah. it is the maestro of what's occurring more than you, more, more than, than you know. More, <laughs> more than, than you're you willing know. to know. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and those beings are constantly giving you information. And the thing that I would play with for those of you that are pregnant or looking at becoming pregnant, it's like, how much of what is going on in your head, how much of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions you're having are actually yours, and how many of them are the beings? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you oh, everything be, that's bringing up. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> everything that's bringing up. Can we destroy and uncreate it? Yeah. Oh. Wow. What if there's so much more possible with the whole process of creation, whether it's yeah. a body um, but since we're talking about embodiment today, yes, specifically with bodies and with creating the space for those beings to join their bodies and have the ease of that transition into a body and bring so much more of their awareness into the process and 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 into their body when they are bringing when they are actually joining their body and and becoming. Well, and the thing is, is oh, like, it's, yeah, it's not like you have to figure out everything that that being is. It's more like yeah. the willingness to be in the question of, who are you? Yeah. Always. Yeah. And really, um, you know, not going to any sort of conclusion because right. that basically, like, for me, when I look at facilitation with this stuff is who, you know, like, what would it take for, you know, for everyone involved to be in question, choice, possibility, and contribution throughout the whole mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's, you know, if even we, that occurs to a small degree, what would be possible? Yeah. I mean, and how for much me, more I get that energy. Of, yeah. Totally, totally. Oh, oh. There's like so being, much yumminess around. Yeah, being <laughs> showing up without being like downloaded with all the poo that most of us get downloaded yeah. with within the that. first months of life, within the three, first three years of life, like being able to have the beings show up with more choice and being able to show up as who they actually be and not a projected version of themselves. Like, oh my god, what? I got. Yeah. I need to get busy. I need to get busy. This is like. <laughs> I get so excited about it. I'm like, you know, oh, oh, oh my gosh. So and now I'm also, it's like, so if, if for all the men folk who are listening to this conversation, 
uh, obviously you're not uh, you didn't choose a female body this time around so you don't it doesn't show up for you necessarily as having a physical baby and um so what if you could acknowledge that you are a part an an amazing part of the contribution beyond the biological material um to the creation of embodiment and to being embodied for your body as well as for any other being that you are choosing to play with uh, to bring them into embodiment. Whether you're doing it through the contribution of the genetic material or whether you're doing it through energetic contribution of some kind. Acknowledge that. And what if we could all acknowledge right this moment, for just this moment even, if 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 beyond that is not comfortable for you in this 10 seconds, that you did choose to come here and how amazingly potent a creator you might be if you had the capacity to be choosing embodiment, what else is possible for you to choose? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we have about five and a half minutes. And so, Cara, I would like for you to just take a moment and let folks know all of these amazing opportunities to play with you. How can folks get in touch with you to to find out more about you? Um, Well, right now, people can email me at talktocarawright at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook page called Cara Wright Magic. Um, They can connect with me also on Facebook on my personal page, which is Cara Conlon Wright with a W. Um, mm-hmm. And I, my website is coming, and that is going. The website is carwrightcfmw.com. That will be up within a few weeks. It's been coming, and nice. I have these conversations, Keisha. And I'm like, oh my god, I've got to get I myself there and get myself out there because there is something here that I'm aware of that I think would be such a huge contribution to people. And I do have classes coming up. Like I said, I have one um, in Maui in a couple weeks, and I have um, one in Toronto. And I'm always available to, I love to go and do classes. So if this is something interesting to you, or I also do Skype sessions, I also do phone sessions, just email me and we can kind of chat about what it is you're looking for and um, go from there. Perfect. And we had a beautiful thing come up in the chat room as well. So uh, we may not be able, we can just at least touch on it and we'll start this energy. Um, Someone says, I have a 20-year-old Down syndrome autistic daughter. I don't believe I have ever seen her as an infinite being or maybe even as a being separate from me. I want her to thrive. I feel like I need to birth her now into adulthood as her own being. What else is possible? There is so much beauty and yumminess in that question. Would you uh, address that, Cara? I mean, at this point, oh, am I on mute? No, you're you're here. You're here. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, is that me? Um, The first thing that I would do, I mean, it's like, look, your willingness to choose something different is a huge, um, yeah, it's just, that's a huge thing in and of itself. I would uncreate and destroy your relationship with her every day. Um, and then podpock all your projections, expectations, rejections, separations, and judgments of her, of, um, her of you, and everything that you guys have created up to this point. And then I would ask her, what is it that she knows that maybe you've been not willing to receive or know because you've been functioning from other fixed points of view? And go from there. The acknowledgement of her is going to allow her to begin to acknowledge herself and 
you could just, mm-hmm. you know, what else is possible is a great question. Oh, beautiful. And what if, let's just take a second and do that for all of our children and all of our things we have birthed, mm-hmm. for everybody who's willing to do that now, and everything that's that's desiring to be birthed. Let's, so everyone who's who's contributed to the creation of baby bodies, literally, thank you. And what if you acknowledge your children for choosing you? What do they know? How amazing and potent are you? that you've been a part of this process and that you showed up in this conversation or you've invited this conversation into your life. And all of us who are creating and birthing energetically, what if we acknowledged our creation now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And how does it get even better than this? (laughs) Yeah. Could you show us, universe? Could you keep showing us? And Kara, if if what parting words would you like to for this portion of our conversation? Because I know we're going to have some more of this because it's just asking to be had. Um, <laughs> where is the energy speaking to you in this moment to to leave folks with today? We have about a minute and a half. Yeah, you know, just to always be aware of what it is that you know about things and really to explore, you know, what's different and what's different about how you're aware of things and what's different about the way that you create things and to really acknowledge what it is that you're aware of um, and to seek out ways in which to empower yourself and to support yourself in, you know, knowing what it is that you know um, and what else is possible with your kids and with creations and beings that are choosing to, you know, come and embody with you and, you know, mm-hmm. what more, what more. It's such a big subject, it's really hard to, like, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because another question just oh, popped in around. around. Yeah, and no. So, so let's right? just, you and I, let's have a conversation and see when the next co- part of our conversation wants to be. And let's just, let's do that. Let's keep this going. It's it's asking to be had. It's asking to be um, more of a presence in our conscious world. So thank you. I'm up for it. <laughs> Thank you, Cara. Thank you, everyone who has played with us today, now, and in the future. Thank you all. And what contribution can your awareness now be? And what are you now willing to acknowledge that you truly know that can change all of your reality with your body and with the beings who desire to be playing with you? So have a great week, everyone. Thank you for joining us on Living Well. And may you be happy in your body. <laughs> Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease? <laughs>